jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pie hole. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It's time for the Q&A. If you're a member of the PreparedMind.club or Subscribestar.com and you pay the $2 a month, well, you can join us every day with the rest of the crowd live. <laughs> now, uh, I'm sorry to everyone who is here live. Yeah, I got a little delay getting home. Had to go around some personal SHTF issues other people were having. Now, <clears throat> prior to the show, uh, I got I got into the office here uh, at Studio B with uh, Uman. We're talking, and uh, I want to do a, a little. Uh, I'm going to do it how the the fear porn channels do it. The White House goes after Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene for her support of the Second Amendment. So all the ammo is going to be gone next week. Get your ammo now, <laughs> folks. That's fear porn. Now I'm going to do it the way I do it, and you can kind of get an idea of the difference. How we think here, Mondays, <laughs> on the Prepared Mind channel, the White House is going after Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I affectionately call Big Marge. That's right, Big Marge, uh, because she is supporting the Second Amendment. Now, last week, Joe Biden, Joe Sniffy Kids, Joe Biden told reporters, quote, I'm going to try to get rid of assault weapons. Now, <clears throat> every time, folks, they try passing gun legislation, one, it doesn't make it, and two, the people just go out and buy more guns and they go out and buy more ammunition. I don't even have to try and sell it. You can, if you want, look at the preparedmind.club and see what connections we have into the, the strange world of guns and ammunition. Well, you know, it's, it is the Second Amendment. It's not that strange. Now, uh -huh. Marjorie Taylor Greene responded to Biden's stupidity with uh, a tweet. And she wrote, banning assault weapons will not stop a transgender from shooting up his own community or any other murderer already breaking laws to kill people. More gun control laws just create more defenseless victims. That is Big Marge, representative, Republican. Right? That's what she said. So then she goes on to say this, and this is important for the, the attitude, the direction for today's show. Now, you guys get your questions in, and Uman is at the helm. Don't be afraid of him, folks. If you have legitimate questions, he will not con you with the blue wrench. So, right, Big Marge continues, quote, Joe has been a career politician in office longer than I've been alive, and he knows nothing about guns. Joe is an elite politician who enjoys the protection of AR-15s, but wants to take your guns away and leave you defenseless at the mercy of criminals who don't care about laws. Once again, I agree with Big Marge. Now, I'm not screaming and yelling, there's going to be no ammo, so quick, get to my website and buy that ammo. Uh, if you do buy ammo at my website, I'll say thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But folks... Stay calm. 
This is a continuing fight and one that we need to participate in, but one that we don't need to respond to with fear. Understand, folks, that's what the enemy likes is lots of fear for us. So in response to uh, Marge Taylor Greene, uh, Biden's spokes turd, uh, Andrew Bates, uh, affectionately known amongst his peers as Master Bates, and he says, quote, an assault weapons ban is one of the most effective actions we can take to support law enforcement in the fight against gun crime. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, he said that. Uh, we'll get back to that one later. Police chiefs has attested, says Master Bates, <clears throat> that police chiefs has attested to that. And the American people support doing so. Uh, the American people do not support assault weapons bans. Now, back to Master Bates. He says, choosing the gun industry lobby over keeping our streets safe and protecting our children's lives is flatly unacceptable, which is why, uh, which is why President uh Sniffy Biden continues to advocate for an assault weapons ban, right? Uh, so I asked this question because I like to ask questions the same as I tell you. I'll make statements, I'll read articles, but in our minds, we need to ask questions so that we're fully prepared, right? Because prepping is not just food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and buying all the ammo you can off the shelves. <laughs> it's thinking, it's planning, it's understanding. It's watching not a single event and going, shit, shit, the fan. It's watching the series of events play out, right, <clears throat> and understanding. It's a process that we're dealing with, and we don't win it in a day, and we won't lose it in a day. Now, <clears throat> I want to ask this. If keeping streets safe is paramount, why encourage Joe Biden? Why encourage Kamala Harris? Why encourage Democrats everywhere? Why encourage BLM and Antifa to continue assaulting the police, burning, looting, murdering? Uh, why did the Democrats suggest defunding the police? Why keep the borders open, Joe, Master Bates, allowing millions of illegals in, many of whom sell drugs, run prostitutes, prostitution rings, murder helpless women and children, and participate in human trafficking for sex slavery, both adults and children. Huh, Joe? Huh? Right? If safety of children and women and families is key, why are Democrats not prosecuting criminals across the entire nation, choosing to let them go? No jail time. What about all the racism, if they're worried about safety? What about all the racist violence provoked by Democrats? And what about all the anti-straight propaganda causing woke idiots to attack other people nationally? And you, idiot Joe Biden, you want to blame Big Marge for the problems this country has? Uh, you are an elitist jackass, Monsieur Biden, and all other Democrats. <sighs> so once again, protecting the children. Uh, Sniffy Joe wants to protect the children. Right. 
we've got some stuff to talk about here, folks. Right? We got a lot of stuff to talk about. <sighs> Where do we start, right? Where is Joe Biden on making the streets of America safer? Well, in California, folks, thousands of pedophiles are being released from California prisons thanks to Democrat policies. That's right, not Republicans, not Big Marge. It's Democrats that own the state Senate, they own the state assembly, and they own the governorship. That's right, gruesome Newsom the governor of California, right? He's part of this. They're all part of what is going on, right? <clears throat> More than 7,000 of the convicted child abusers uh, were being uh, found, they were found guilty, folks, of lewd and lascivious acts with children under 14 years of age. And so the Democrats want to let them out sodomy, rape, whatever, folks, it's fine. Former Deputy uh, DA John Hatami told the Daily Mail, uh, right, you can go to dailymail.com, that in uh, that the uh, pedophiles are being released after less than a year because of Proposition 57, which is a 2016 bill allowing early parole of nonviolent felons. Now, what part of uh, rape and sodomy is nonviolent? In the state of California, folks, the state of California, that's, I guess, just nonviolent. Let them out. Hell, what the hell? We got to make the streets safe by letting these people out. Unfreaking believable, folks, what these people are up to. You know, th there's no end to these people. Now, it's Christmas. It's the Christmas season. And Disney has uh, a series based off of the... Uh, the comedy smash hits, the Santa Claus, right? Well, they let out uh, some excerpts. People have seen it, and children in the show are holding up letters, right? This person has an S, this person has a T, this person has, right, letters. They show the kids holding a sign, you know, all the letters that says, We love you, Satan, right? Now, defenders of this show, claim that the scene where the children uh, spell out, we love you, Satan, it's supposed to say, we love you, Santa. And it's just one of a, it's comedy. It's a comedy scene. Uh, but guess what? Yeah, well, people don't think it's funny anymore. This isn't Disney's first fuck-up rodeo of horseshit. In fact, this represents, folks, a continued love affair with sex, perversion, grooming, and the love of evil by Disney, right? Not long ago, folks, not long ago, Disney was not considered outright evil. Well, it is now. And this is another example of it, folks, right? The after-school Satan Club. This is just another example of how they just slip it in, slip it in, slip it in. It's not cute. It's not forgivable. And it's not easily dismissed. Sorry, Disney. You don't get to push wokeism, push perversion, push pedophilia, and then push this out there and then go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's just an accident, right? And I'm going to go down this road a little more. Now, folks, understand, right? 
the 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 destruction of children is just a part of the SHTF that is occurring right now. If they can destroy children, destroy their morality, destroy their innocence, destroy their lives uh, by not only introducing right self-destructive behavior, but introducing you know well personal self-mutilation. They're pushing it all. Right now, back into the fashion world, the entertainment world. Uh, Balenciaga, that's right, the, the, the company, right? Like Louis Vuitton and other, you know, they got fancy uh, Italian fashion. Uh, Balenciaga, their designer now has been exposed because they have posted many disturbing photos linked to, I don't know, cannibalism, child mutilation, satanic ritual. Yeah, folks. These elite designer companies, these elitists in the entertainment industry, these Hollywood types are wholesome folks, are they not? Once again, yeah, Balenciaga, they just can't help themselves. They associate with people who think like this and want these things. Uh, the best we can do with them, folks, is to vote with our wallet and not support them, right? Not support them. Right. You know, and, and folks, people are not joining the military in America. Right. The army, they're recruiting numbers down 25 percent. Over in England, folks, the United Kingdom, the British army has hit a 200 year low. And their equivalent of the secretary of defense says it's it's only sufficient to, quote, stay at home and tootle around. That's right. Their Secretary of Defense says the, the British Army is too small to do anything. Why is it so small, right? Is it is it money issues with their economy? Or is it LGB disgust of the uh, British people not wanting to support a government and an institution that is just off its rocker? Right. <sighs> I tell you. I tell you, right? Where do we go? Where do we go next? Have you got all your questions in? Uh, Uman's going to, he's got a bunch set up for me. People have emailed them in, sent them in, messaged them in, but I want you guys that are here live right now. I mean, so you can't speak. You can't, you can't reject what's going on with Disney, with, with the fashion elites, with the Hollywood elites, with the, the government elites. We're not allowed to do that. We'll get this in Ireland, folks. The government is criminalizing hate speech. They are silencing anyone who has a different opinion. And if they decide that your hate is the wrong kind of hate, you can go to prison for five years. Now, <clears throat> how about this? When will acts of hate include socialists, LGB types destroying hetero people's jobs, families, bank accounts, reputations, and life? for not agreeing with socialism or the homosexual agenda that is both progressive and metastasizing, spreading everywhere. You can't even talk about it without being, well, risking going to prison. I guess I won't be visiting Ireland in the next, I don't know, century. It's just one more place that I have to take off my list 
And I tell you, I'd, I'd, I'd like to go over to Belfast, Ireland and hang out with, you know, Vincent Boyle. That would be great if I could afford it. And if I didn't need a freaking Jim Jones juice uh, series of shots and a booster. And God knows what else just to get in the ridiculous country. I mean, if I want green grass, I can visit, uh, let's see, the California Sierra Nevada foothills for about two weeks, right, in the spring. The grass there is so green and the trees are so green. Everything's so green. It looks like a freaking Irish spring commercial. Uh, yeah, but I guess I'm just not going to go visit Ireland anytime soon because I'm sure that just being there as, as large and hetero as I am would probably, yeah, be, be reason enough to throw me in jail. Ah, I tell you. All right. Well, let us kind of take a look at something else, right? Let's take, you know, these people are perverted. They're disgusting. At the University of Cambridge, their dean has made a claim. Claims that Jesus could have been transgender. Score more points for the socialist, folks. I'm sure he has all kinds of evidence to support this. I mean, I've actually read the argument that, that Jesus was a mushroom. But now they're claiming that he is transgender. So since they can't win the moral argument, they claim a great moralist. Right, someone who had morals and a foundation uh, behind his instruction, his teachings, they're claiming that Jesus could have been transgender. They're co-opting religion. And I've heard a lot of this from a lot of people right here on The Prepared Mind, which is populated with a lot of people who have Christian basics, Jewish basics, basic fundamentals, basic principles, Ten Commandments, right? Be good, all these things. And they tell me that the churches that they've left behind are socialist institutions, feminist institutions, anti-American institutions. The churches are being taken over by these leftists. So is it surprising that a college dean is claiming Jesus could have been transgender? No, they want to use it. They want to borrow that so they can put it in their, you know, their collective pipe and suck on it. But yeah, that's how, that's how fucked up these people are, folks. That's how messed up they are. And we can fight back. Once again, I don't want you to believe that since they're coming at us from this direction and that direction and up there and down there and around the back, right, that they're going to win. We just need to be aware that they're all around us and there is no section of life that is not subject to these people's destructive attentions. Now, I've got some good news for you. You've heard of Shopify, right? It's on the internet. Shopify. Uh, I'm going to say they're on the good list. Not the naughty list, but the good list here. Because their CEO has basically said they are not going to block services for libs of TikTok. That's right. The people who have gone out and they go out on the internet and they get video after video after video after video of liberals, socialists, uh, woke idiots, and they put their videos that they have put out on the internet and they put them on the libs of TikTok channel, showing us what they are, right? And so they're trying to cancel them. Well, the Marxist radical uh, Nandini Jammy, right, 
tried telling uh, Shopify, hey, man, we're going to we're going to ban you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that to you. Right. Well, the CEO right, is pushing back, saying, no, I'm not afraid of you. It's not going to happen. Folks, we need to stand up to these people and start shouting back at them. We won't be intimidated. We won't be shut down. We won't be silenced. We won't. And I'm telling you, folks, we can vote with our wallet. We can combat social controls because they, folks, are going to continue. In fact, Apple has come out today and threatened Elon Musk that they're going to block Twitter from their app store. Isn't that amazing? In order to stop people from getting information that they can't get elsewhere, in order to stop people from speaking freely and sharing ideas and deciding for themselves what is worth listening to, what is worth considering, and should you believe anything, Apple wants to control you. And this is proof, it's evidence that they're part of the bigger machine out there, the censorship machine of Google, which is now joined by Apple, which of course has been joined by Amazon, who pulled all kinds of information out of their store. If you disagree with them, right? If the book, right? Talk about book burners. Amazon, which was based and built on selling books decades ago, is now a book burning institution. Unbelievable. Instagram. I'm, I'm glad that Elon Musk is continuing to make a lot of friends with his decisions on Twitter, right? <sighs> they want to bring the whole system down, folks. They do. Now, over in China, they're trying to bring down the people and keep them down. And you're thinking, wait a minute, China is supposed to be this horrifically nasty communist power. How can there be such huge protests? Well, if they, if they faced every Tiananmen Square protest with tanks, well, they would probably have a lot more people pissed off at them. But you have to think about it another way. China has 1.4 billion people. 1.4 billion people. It's kind of hard to control that many people. Well, these protests uh, that we're dealing with now started when a fire broke out in an apartment building, and the citizens, the people of China, were trapped inside uh, because of the cerveza bug policies in China. And now this movement has grown out of that, saying they're tired of the bullshit. Can you blame the Chinese people? What would you do if Joe Biden told you to go inside and stay inside? And then, well, hell, maybe they'll just weld the door shut wrap a train you know a chain around the doorknobs you can't get out what would you do at that point would you break out and protest or would you just lay down and die and accept what joe biden says or what gavin newsom or governor prickster or gretchen the grinch up in michigan what would you do if governor inslee said you have to stay in your house or governor hackle in new york or Mayor Adams in New York City, that idiot, or Mary, uh, you know, Mayor Lightfoot, Beetlejuice in Chicago. Are you going to obey these people when their tyranny becomes so in your face that you can't even pretend to deny it? 
I'm not instant, uh, inciting. I'm not suggesting. I'm not recommending. I'm not glamorizing, glorifying, uh, committing acts of violence. But what I'm asking you is at some point, you either stand up or you absolutely surrender everything that you believe and claim to have held dear. That's the world we're in, folks, and they're continuing to push in that direction. And I'm proud to see and I'm glad to see humanity standing up for itself, even over there in China. Now, I'm going to turn my food, uh, my, my attention, my food. I, I must be getting hungry. I'm going to turn my attention down to Australia because this popped up. Remember when uh, Australians couldn't leave their home? They couldn't gather in groups bigger than four or six. Remember when Australians couldn't go to the beach? Well, guess what? Now it's okay. So 2,500 Australians stripped naked for a photo shoot to raise awareness about skin cancer. I find that absolutely fascinating. The government arrested old women for sitting on park benches. The government of Australia would fine you right? Subject you to house arrest, which I guess is even worse than being confined to your house without handcuffs. Or they would send you away to COVID camp. That's right, folks, COVID camp. They would do that. Uh-uh. It's rather unbelievable, folks. But now everything's fine. And so you can go to the beach with thousands of other Australians and, and be naked at the same time because they need to raise awareness about skin cancer. How about if they raise awareness about, well, about this, right? About Cerveza bug, the, the, not the, the Jim Jones juice. How about if they raise awareness about that? Now, <clears throat> in England, they should raise awareness, right? Australia could raise awareness about this guy. He's a famous cancer doctor. He is uh, highly sought after, and he has sent a letter calling for an end to the Jim Jones juice program immediately because he claims that cancer and other diseases are rapidly progressing in people who have got the Jim Jones juice and the boosters, right? People, folks, in England, the average age of someone who dies from cerveza bug is 81. So in order to get an 81 average, you have to have someone who's 91 and someone who's 71 die. In order to get someone who's 61, you've got to have someone who's 101. In other words, folks, it is striking people who are elderly and they probably have other comorbidities, right? But a, a, uh, <clears throat> a cancer doctor renowned is saying that we need an end to this because people and their illnesses are well, they're being overcome now that they're on this Jim Jones juice. Right. I am going to suggest that in other countries like Germany, Australia, USA, that it's the same. It's the same in our country. It is in the UK. Right. It is not a coincidental anecdote to suggest that it's happening around the world because it is. We're continuing to see folks this come out. Right? But the left doesn't quit. They don't give up. Well, you can go to the beach. 
You can be naked with thousands of people. No worry about cerveza bug. Just go get your Jim Jones juice. And by the way, Jesus may have been a transgender. And if you argue with him, that might be a hate crime in Ireland. Right? But you can't say jack shit. However, folks, right? However, uh-uh, Whole Foods, right? You've heard of Whole Foods. They accept the threats. They bow down, right? Eco-terrorists have threatened, right, Whole Foods, and they're no longer going to sell Maine lobster. So now ocean bugs are off the menu. You're not allowed to have them, folks, anymore. You know, what can we eat? What's left that these left-wing, radical, socialist, environmentalist, eco-terrorists, what are we allowed to eat? We need to find out what they, they think we should eat. Now, of course, if you ask the elitists in Hollywood and in uh, fashion, they would probably tell you human flesh. That's right. Cannibalism is a big part of this elitist thing, folks. Remember back to that Maria Abramovic's right, uh, spirit cooking and the parties she was throwing and the celebrities and wealthy people and politically uh, connected people were showing up for mock cannibalism feasts. And just a couple of months ago, they started suggesting that rather than eating animals, humans should be eating humans. That would do two things. It would feed the people that are alive, and it would take care of the overpopulation of the planet. Well, I guess if you don't like that, then maybe you better start eating some bugs. That's what these sick people are all about, folks. It is. Now, if you were of the, um, the persuasion like I am, you might think that, you know, we can win this, right? Do you feel that your life has been invaded by leftism and socialism and wokeism, the LGB-isms out there? Do you believe the anti-American attitude is actually an invasion not only of our country but of your home? Well, in a lot of ways, it is invading people's homes, right? Home invasion robbery. That is where leftist political policy literally comes home to roost. Well, a home invasion went bad, folks. Gone bad. Well, not for the people, but for the invaders. Once again, folks, an American shoots and kills, right? Three woundings and one death because some... Uh, organized home invasion scumbags decided to enter someone's home and it was, whoops, the wrong home. And that's why we need our Second Amendment, right? And if you look at what's happening in our homes, they're invaded with these uh, social programs and these ridiculous anti-human policies and belief systems. We need our First Amendment in our homes as much as the Second Amendment. And, folks, the Second Amendment does not apply just in your home and for home invasion robberies. The Second Amendment is there for you on the street, in your car, when you go shopping. See all local laws. Don't just take my word for it. Yeah, that's right. Check with your sheriff's deputies. Check with the sheriff's department, with the police department. Make sure you follow all rules and guidelines. But, folks, the courts have determined that the Second Amendment is not just for your home. It's not just for the shooting range. It's not just for hunting. It's for protecting you everywhere you go. And that's funny. I think that the First Amendment applies in the same way. Freedom of speech is not just for in your home. It's for your email, your text messages. It's for your, and should be for, folks, 
the public square. Anywhere that you can pronounce words, announce, and enunciate your thoughts, we should be allowed to do so. No one is being damaged by the words I speak. And if you don't like them, you're allowed to just turn off the channel. Just as if I were on the street, I don't know, reading from the Constitution, reading from the Bible, reading from the book War and Peace. It doesn't matter. People don't have to listen. But there are people on the left, folks, who don't want your truth, your facts, your thinking out there. So they're going to silence us, folks. They're going to silence us all if they can. Ah, right. Get this. And then I will go to the Q&A portion of the show. I wanted to end on this, and I got there just a little long today, folks, just a little long. Well, uh, a mother out there has had enough of this First Amendment uh, destruction and actually has uh, <clears throat> hired a deprogrammer. Now, if you belong to the Jim Jones cult or the Heaven's Gate cult, those are two cults that killed themselves, folks, committed mass suicide because of their leaders. Uh, they were indoctrinated. They were brainwashed. A mother has had to hire a deprogrammer to help her daughter who has been programmed, brainwashed, indoctrinated in college. Right? And it's great. We need to hear more stories like this. The anti-cult left-wing therapy right, it is the treatment for socialist indoctrination and brainwashing. We need to hear and read more stories of this where people get their kids and protect them and save them from these destructive, idiotic, left-wing morons. I mean, literally, folks, literally. In, in Seattle, a man was running around the airport, you know, screaming Heil Hitler and everything else. Uh, yeah, that's what, just a reminder, folks, Nazis are socialists, just as the Democrats are socialists, right? They were the National Social Worker, Socialist Workers Party, the Nazis. They were left-wing, just like the Democrats. The death cult Nazis, like the death cult Democrats today, who want kids castrated, babies aborted, and Americans killed in concentration camps for not taking their Jim Jones juice. Have no doubts. Shit has hit the fan. Are you prepared? All right. Let's get into it. Ooh, man. Let's do this. The Q&A. Are you ready? I see the future, and it's not good. <laughs> All right, from Chester Mosley, he says, the next three to four years, uh, depending on the political party in charge of the USA, uh -uh, will expedite factors leading to global war. And continuing, uh, the next three to four years, depending, oh, <laughs> the Western banking cabal will not surrender financial world dominance peacefully. Kind of a two-part thing, uh, Uman. Yeah, you're right. Let's start with part number one, and I'll address those thoughts and concerns there. Back to part number one. <laughs> the next three to four years, depending on the political party in charge in the USA, it will expedite factors leading to global war. 
Now, folks, I don't like to put things off and say, well, in next year or in three years, you, you just hold on and wait. And by the way, go buy ammunition at the preparedmind.club. <laughs> no, uh, they're, they're trying to expedite world war right now. What is, what has been incredible to me though, it's been incredible is they've been trying to start war for years. They were trying to start wars during the Obama administration. And then during the Trump administration, he was de-escalating war with North Korea, war with Iran, war with Syria, war with Turkey. War, you know, he's de-escalating. But the Democrats are always escalating. I'm surprised we're not in more wars with all of the false flags and, and black swans and the, shall we say, provocations caused by the warmongering scumbags who want to sell more guns, bullets, bombs, uh, tanks, airplanes, you know, all that shit. I don't think it's going to be three to four years, Chester Mosley. I think that the party in charge that loves this the most is the Democrat Party. But yeah, Republicans like, you know, let's see, George W. Bush, right? He was more than happy to get us into, well, Afghanistan. So in the next three or four years, how about the next three or four days they're going to continue to push it? They haven't wanted to back off on Ukraine. The United States government, you know, Joe Biden top puppet, all of the left-wing warmongering idiots, uh, you know, neocon rhino conservatives like John Bolton pushing for war. Well, Europe is finally going, wait a minute, we're the ones paying for the fallout on this. What the hell, man? Yeah, they're paying for it and they're trying to back off. But yeah, the Democrats are continuing to push it. Uh, thankfully, cooler heads prevail. Now, Russia got kind of pissed off. Right, saying, "Hey, hey, hey! You guys better, you better back off and understand we've got nukes, and we're not fucking around with them." Right? You fuck around, you're gonna find out the hard way. Well, uh, yeah, sometime in the next three or four years, we could see huge uh, war actually happening, more that that extends far beyond, you know, uh, proxy war zones like Ukraine. But I don't know. It, it could be three to four days. It could be three to four months. It could be three to four years. We just don't know how far they're willing to go, how much they're willing to push. And I bet, folks, I'm willing to bet some of these jackasses out here, these rich elitists who are part of the World Economic Forum, I think they push it and they push it and they push it. And then they're like, wait a minute. Uh, if I push too hard, I'm going to be sucking nuclear fallout. And my food supply is going to get chopped short. Maybe I had to back off. And so I think they do. All right, now let's go to part two of Chester Mosley's comments, which are interesting. And thank you again, Chester, for sending them in. He says, the Western banking cabal will not surrender financial world dominance peacefully. And here is where I concur wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Now, they're not going to surrender the control of monetary systems in the United States and Europe. Not going to happen. They can't control Russia. They've been trying to get a hold of Russia. I think they've been trying to get a hold and make some kind of connection with China, right? The world's largest or second largest economy when compared to the U.S. I know a lot of people want to say, no, the U.S. is bigger. Well, interesting stuff going on. But no, they, they won't. The banking cartel, banking cabal. How about, how about, using the words of uh, Representative Steny Hoyer, right, the, the banking cadre, 
the deep state bankers. They don't want to let go. They make massive amounts of wealth by printing money for themselves and printing money for others and then charging interest for printing on paper. <sighs> yeah. Can you name a time when the bankers backed off and gave up? I can't. They pushed and they pushed and they pushed until they got the Civil War. And that occurred after they got their asses kicked by President Andrew Jackson, who dissolved their control over American currency. Well, the bankers, folks, pushed and got their war. And they've been in charge of America ever since the Civil War. Unbelievable stuff. Thank you, man. Who do we have up next, man? Let's see. On this Q&A session, we got Nancy Keg checking in. And she says, with all these earthquakes and volcanoes going on, do you feel like it is man uh, is helping it along or just Mother Earth having growing pains or is it both? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, there's uh, some biblical quotes out there, right, that um, earthquakes and uh, other natural phenomena will be signs of the end times. I'm not going to be a, an apocalyptic end times person, but hey, I see it happening. Now, I can tell you because I've got friends who live on the big island of Hawaii. And they live, well, just downhill from the volcano. And they stay in contact with me and they've let me know, hey, you know, there's something more going on here. It's not naturally erupting. There's been, uh, how do we say this? Man-made activity in and around the volcanic system on Hawaii. Drilling putting material down in the earth for some strange reason. What are they trying to do? Uh, uh, crack, the, you know, make fissures, and then, uh, you know, try and get geothermal energy. Whatever their deal is, right, I don't think it's very wise. Uh, last time we had all that volcanic activity, what was it, five years ago in Hawaii? Uh, same big island, just a different section of it. Uh, yeah, they were drilling, and, and then voila, right? Fractures all over the place and volcanic uh, goo spilling everywhere. Is it growing pains or is it evil and stupidity, greed and avarice causing destruction on a local scale, right? Are they controlling the weather? Uh, I find it believable. Are they causing earthquakes? I find it believable. Because, yeah, where they have done fracking in the United States of America, now they have earthquakes in those areas. Very interesting stuff. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, interesting topic. Let's continue to keep an eye on it. But I'm not going to go jumping off the edge, folks, and go, hey, right? <laughs> the world is ending tomorrow. So get your preps today. Uh, folks, shit has hit the fan, and we've been dealing with it for two years. Two years since, well, I said the Cerveza bug stupidity. That's SHTF. And it has been a process that is drawn out, that continues. It's a process that we're going through. SHTF is going to last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Are you prepared to deal with the hardships and the other troubles, folks? The other travai, troubles that are coming. All right, let us move on if we shall. Ooh, man, who do we have stepping up next? Uh -uh. <laughs> and it is Vincent Boyle. From Belfast, Ireland, he says, hey, "I have a spare bed for you here, John." And hey, man, I, uh, he says, "Ooh, man, 
we are in a lull here, very quiet, but watching the world go daft. Uh, folks, let me translate that that Irish. Daft means fucking nuts. Crazy, right? They're losing their freaking mind. Yeah, the world is going daft. It's hard to argue with that. Uh, and folks, I would love to visit uh, Ireland. I'd love to, to go to the castle and kiss the Blarney Stone. You know, I'd love to go to some Irish whiskey distilleries and as much as I would like to go to some, uh, you know, Scotch whiskey distilleries in Scotland. But uh, I'm just not going to make it there. I'm afraid that they would know who I am and that they would arrest me on site. Uh, I know I'm not as famous as Alex Jones, but I bet there are scumbags out there just watching and waiting for people they don't like. <laughs> That's why I enjoy being down south in America as much as I do, because uh, I think there's probably 10 people uh, who would be willing to jump to my rescue for every one jackass who would try and have me arrested or singled out and attacked. Uh, that's how much I like it where I am at, right? In the prepared mind bunker zone. The 10 miles around me is a pretty good 10 miles around me. All righty, uh, let's move on. And thank you again, Vincent Boyle, for your generosity. And Uman says, I suck at this. <laughs> I think you're doing fine, man. I think you're doing fine uh, by saying I suck at this. He's actually doing a Jolene's job as we go through this show. We've got a great turnout, lots of questions. I think you're doing fine, Oliver. Don't beat yourself up, man. Uh, let Joe Biden do that. So East Texas Country Boy steps in. He says, in 04, I made a large silver investment. At $4 an ounce, turns out to be a good investment. However, for collecting reasons, I purchased every $1 silver certificate bill, and uh, they are only valuable to collectors. Hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, a, a silver certificate bill. I, I'm taking it. It's a piece of paper. Ah. <sighs> Paper is good for just a couple of things. It's good for writing notes, stories, books, poems on. And it, it's good for tricking people out of their wealth. That's what paper is good for. A good book is a good investment. But uh, a bad book would be a book made of $1 bills. Because when you buy that book, it's going to be worth 100 or 500 And after a year, it's going to be reduced to 85 or uh, 425 Right? You're going to lose an incredible amount of value if you have a book made out of dollar bills. Uh, yeah, in, in 04, if you bought silver at $4 an ounce, it is now, folks. Well, the book price is over 500% increase. If you go at retail, what is it selling for? You're looking at 700, 800, 900% increase. That's right, folks. The, the, the traded value of silver is completely different from what it costs for you to buy it. So in five years, what is silver going to be worth? Well, let's just say you have 100 ounces. Let's say you have 1,000 ounces. You're one of those guys that can afford 1,000 ounces of silver. Um, what's it going to be worth in two years or three years? Well, let's say you bought 1,000 ounces and in one year, two year, three years, you're still going to have 1,000 ounces. It could be worth a whole lot more. It could be worth, well, a little less, but you'll always have a thousand ounces of very useful metal. Now, 
in 10 years or 20 years, I think it could easily, folks, go well over 1,000%. It is an incredibly undervalued and scarce commodity with incredible industrial application. Solar panels, electric motors, electric cars. All right, silver is the second most useful product. Okay, now East Texas Country Boy has more. He says, I think it would be only be good for $1 worth of silver at today's prices. I'd rather hold on to them for historical reasons, honestly. He's talking about his silver certificates. Yeah, that's uh, it's memorabilia, right? That's memorabilia. So, yeah, the, uh, the more silver goes up, that $1 worth of silver on paper, it's actually buying you less silver as the price of silver goes up because it's only going to buy you $1 worth of silver. Instead of $1 buying you a silver dollar, one troy ounce. Interesting how paper is the opposite of what things should be. Very interesting, East Texas country boy. If you're going to buy silver, man, buy that physical stuff. All right. So they say, and, and again, we have a link at the preparedmind.club to get you over to SD Bullion, a very reputable company. I've also talked with uh, Dunnigan Kaiser and the Miles Franklin people, and they're a good bunch to do business with as well. But um, folks, it's up to you. Shop around. Look at prices. I really do and have liked um, <clears throat> SD Bullion for a long time now. Uh, they've got really good prices. Let's step aside from the silver and take a look at what else is going on out there. Uman, what else do we have? Ooh, well, it is Uman himself stepping in. He says, strange how gas and oil prices are dropping. When I heard that, it was a huge head scratcher. I'm like, what the hell? Well, Uman says it's the exact opposite of what we thought would happen after the elections. Seems like everything has been opposite of what we expect the last years. Truly, folks, when you are living in reality, you can make accurate predictions about what is coming based on intelligent thought, right? intelligent discourse, the use of common sense, critical thinking, using history as a guide, right? being intelligent. Uh, what have we seen the last few years? The exact opposite. No intelligence, no common sense, no critical thinking. So if you try and uh, predict what these idiots are going to do, you have to use the model that they operate under, which is the exact opposite of reality, intelligence. So I guess, Oliver, if we actually were capable of being as stupid as the people in Washington, D.C., and New York City, right? The investment crowd and the political crowd. We could have, we could have, um, right, successfully predicted exactly what's going on. But yeah, oil prices, gas prices dropping. Well, while that's good for Americans, yeah, I suspected the prices were going to go back up after the election. And I'll tell you what, it wouldn't surprise me right now if they stage manage the oil price and drop it. 10%, 20%, 30%. Just sell the shit out of it, right? Drop that price way the hell down, and then the smart money buys in and lets it run up. You know, that would make sense. Well, in a world that we know is not 
fair, but is corrupt. In a corrupt world, you can make predictions and go, well, these people are very corrupt. I'm expecting that price to go down on gas, down on oil, so that the insiders can buy it cheap, right? When the price starts going down, people who are investing in oil, they sell. They're like, oh, cut your losses. People who are invested in copper, sell your losses, sell, sell. And the price drop, 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 drops. At some point, after they clean out all the suckers, the big money comes back in and says, well, we're going to buy and go long. No more shorting the market. Let's go long. And they make money on the way down. And then when the stock goes, they make money on the way back up. That's what I'm expecting. So it takes several weeks, maybe a month, maybe even two months of just hammering down the oil price. Once it stops going down, once they can't hold it down anymore, they'll let it go and it'll climb back up. Don't worry. The Jamie Diamonds of the world, they'll benefit, well, largely from it. All right, let's do this. Let's get to another um, question coming from you guys. You seem to see all the things I do and sometimes a little more. East Texas Country Boy checks back in and says, Peter Schiff says, upcoming bank bankruptcy. Thoughts? Well, I've got a few thoughts for you there, folks. Uh -uh. But first, before we get to that, I want to play Let's Take a Wild Freaking Guess. Uh, sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice. Uh, yeah, go ahead and leave up East Texas Country Boy's question. I just wanted to let everyone know, folks, that a uh, St. Ambrose University basketball player has died at the age of 22. That's right. Take a wild freaking guess. Why would a super athlete, 22-year-old super athlete, why would he die suddenly? Gee whiz, what could cause that? Yeah, unbelievable, right? Not really. <sighs> Peter Schiff says, bank bankruptcy thoughts. It's coming. It's coming right now. There's a, a problem out there, folks. It's called all of these lunatics. Right? All of these lunatics are just completely running the system dry. Uh, I have a, a little news article. We have more problems in the crypto world, right? Crypto lender BlockFi. BlockFi has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, right? Crypto. Well, we have the FTX crypto scandal, right, of sending money over to Ukraine, laundering it, having that money come back in other cryptocurrency and then being handed out to Democrats and Rhino Republicans, the Uniparty, right? But now, yeah, now BlockFi is filing for bankruptcy. That's two. How many more? How many more? And then banks. We know the banks are in trouble, folks. They, they don't want to borrow a bunch of cash from the Federal Reserve and then lend it out because right now the economy is going down, 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 nice and down. And so they don't want to lend money to people because they know that they won't get paid back. So there is a liquidity issue in the country. There is a faith in the system issue in this country. People don't have a lot of faith in the system. You bet. There's not a lot of faith in the integrity of this country, folks. It is unbelievable what is going on. Right. 
And uh, oh, by the way, Maricopa County in Arizona is continuing to be just an absolute shit show uh, mess. It's just it's just going to continue, folks. It's not going to end, whether it's politics, economics, uh, monetary or banking systems, military. Right. The courts, the legislatures, the executive branch of government, both local, state and federal, it's, it's trashed. It's absolutely trashed. I mean, we're supposed to focus where? Well, we see it all around us, the degradation, the uh, decadence. Right, get this, folks. The United States soccer coach has apologized to Iran over the flag. I recommend looking this stuff up. What is wrong with these people, right? Unbelievable. Right. Mainstream media. Remember when you used to be able to trust them? Not so much anymore. Thank you, Uman. Got the message. Right. You can't trust them anymore. I mean, when the Washington Post tells Americans, eat bugs, there's a good Thanksgiving idea. Right. Because they can't afford traditional food. Don't just start eating bugs then. They're going to do all they can to make prices go up, make availability go down, and then introduce their solution. Ah, yes. Fake soy meat, fake yeast puke, and then, of course, bugs. Right? While their buddies uh, in the elite circles dine on the finest steaks. And get this, folks. They're even blaming cats and dogs, your pets, for contributing to the destruction of the environment. I'm sure they're going to tell us, well, turn in your dogs and cats and maybe we'll eat them too. Right? They're going to have us eat each other. Are you aware, folks, that millennials are dying at a rate 36% faster than they had been since August? Just since August, it's up an additional 36%. Take a wild freaking guess, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannibalism, it's what's for dinner. Or, or bugs, if you don't want to eat, you know. The, the, the millennials out there who are keeling over from taking the Jim Jones juice. This is what's going on, folks, right? <sighs> and, and the World Health Organization, they've, they've renamed monkeypox because it's racist. Uh, is, there a, is there a human race called monkeys? Really? I don't even get what these what these people are are fucking smoking anymore. They're that stupid. They've gone off the rail that far, folks. That far. What are you gonna have for dinner? I, I'm thinking of having real animal meat. I've got some cans of spam down in the bunker. I've got some cans of tuna down in the bunker. I think, folks. Therefore, I prep. <laughs> I think, therefore, I prep. Uh, oh, uh, well, you know. Maybe eating human flesh is a great idea. And yeah, I'm being facetious. Right? In Florida, um, they found a man not guilty because of he was his insanity. Absolutely insane. He, he killed a random couple and was chewing their faces off. Cannibalism. Florida man. 
It looks to be a millennial by all accounts looking at this. Well, these millennials, if they're not killing themselves or or disfiguring or, or mutilating their genitals right, or just dying from the Jim Jones juice, they're also killing other people and trying to eat them. Has there ever been a more, shall we say, lost generation? Well, I'll tell you what. Millennials, then these centennials, and then the kids that come after them, right? Like my son, who is a centennial, is going to have a son. What generation is that going to be called? And how screwed up will that generation be if they allow their kid to go to public school? If they allow the mainstream media to brainwash them, if they allow the politicians to brainwash them, if they outlaw free speech, my grandson and possibly grandsons and granddaughters, what world are they going to have unless you and I right now stand up, write, call, text, smoke signal, carrier pigeon, your elected representatives at the state and especially the federal level and tell them to fight. Fight back, fight for freedom, or we're going to have a lot more stories of these radical, crazy-ass leftists out there eating people, killing people, murdering people, robbing people, doing home invasions, right, taking over parts of the city. I mean, how much of this crap do we have to put up from, from this one generation? And why is it that, well, the boomers in charge of the country in Washington promote it and allow it? I'll let you take a wild freaking guess at that one. It's because they want this kind of chaos bedlam and mayhem. It's the same thing the Nazis did. It is the same thing the communist Russians and communist Chinese did. They promote chaos to institute change and demand more authority for themselves. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind. Are you prepared? And aren't you glad you are a prepper? Semper Fi, Godspeed. I'll see you bright and early for Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, that chick with a beard, that's not, I repeat, that's not a Republican.